Are you looking for a place where real life and God meet? Well, then welcome to the Jesus Chicks podcast. Melissa and Nikki tackle real-life topics with a Jesus flair that is certain to keep you laughing and praying all at the same time. Hello, it's the Jesus Chicks. We are back. It's Nikki. And Melissa, glad you joined us. Boy, this is going to be a good one today. I always say that um, because every single one of them are just beautifully God-sent. Uh, this one is something that Melissa and I really feel strongly about, and we hope that it will resonate in your spirit, and it gives you something that you will be able to walk away and go, that was a good word from God. So, here it is. The words we speak will prophesy your today and your tomorrow. Speak carefully. Speak very, very carefully. Very, very carefully. With wisdom. Not your wisdom, but godly wisdom. <laughs> you know, I think too many people don't really pay any attention to what they say. Mm-mm. It just, and, and especially for people like me, I'm an external processor. Like, uh, my, I'm married to an internal processor. And everything that comes out of Steve's mouth has been thought through before it leaves his lips. I tell people all the time, I'm as surprised about what comes out of my mouth as you are. Because I don't know what I think until I hear myself say it. And sometimes I say stuff I don't even agree with. But I don't know I'm <laughs> thinking too. that until it comes out of my mouth. Yep, me too. <clears throat> you know, um, I feel so strongly about this podcast. Um because I, here's one that I, I laugh at. Anytime I see somebody like on social media or a friend or family member says this to me, I now will come back with words of godly wisdom. When they say, I am fighting like hell. Well, no wonder you're losing this. <laughs> That's some godly wisdom right there. Yes. And they always do that. You know, that dog look where the head tilts and the ears come up and they kind of twitch and they kind of look at me like, what'd you just say? Well, if you're fighting like hell, he lost. Yeah. So you're going to lose too. Yeah. Fight like heaven. Yeah. Because he wins. Right. Every and, time. And there's a right, there's, a, and, and you know what? The Bible says, that, and, and listen, I can climb up on a soapbox so fast about your words. You can't even begin to imagine how fast I can, I can climb up on my soapbox about this. <clears throat> you have what you say. Yes. You always have what you say. Look at your life. And the problem is most people think that they're just reporting the news of their life instead of realizing that three months ago, six months ago, a year ago, you prophesied today. Yeah. You know, you have you have already spoken to existence exactly what's happening to you today. And and the Bible says that the power of life and death is in the spoken word of the believer. Yes. And it doesn't matter that, and it's not saying the spoken word of the believers of Christ. Listen, you believe what you say. Come on, preach. You always believe what, the voice you believe the most is your own. Absolutely. And so you believe what you say. And so you begin to confess what you believe and it begins to manifest in your life. It's like calling a dog to you. It will come to you. You know, I can call my dog and... Most of the time, he will come to me. You especially know? if you have a treat. Right, especially <laughs> if I have a treat in my hand, I can call my dog and he will come every time. Yes. Do you know what I'm saying? And and it's the same thing with what, what we speak out of our mouth. Well, nothing ever happened, nothing good ever happens to me. I guarantee you, nothing ever good happening to you will come to you like a dog. That's right. You know, and... Um, I Or I can't do that. You're right, you can't. Right, whether you think you can or you think you can't. You just made right. the decision. You said you're you right. can't and you won't. Right. And I think, and I think it's always... It's so powerful 
when you understand your words. And, and really, you know, being in agreement with things is a powerful thing. And usually what comes out of your mouth is something you're in agreement with. Yeah. And learning to say, if even if you hear you say something and you're like, no, I shouldn't be in agreement with that, powerfully saying, I don't agree with what I just said. I'm no longer, I'm not in agreement with that. You God know? gave you a voice, use it accordingly. <clears throat> right. And, and I mean, listen, it is easy. It is so easy to say the wrong things. Cool. Don't I know? Oh, don't I know? <laughs> I've spent half my life cleaning up messes from my Just mouth. Just half? <laughs> well, I like to get myself. I carry sunk. a broom with me to clean up that mess. <laughs> I clean up on aisle four. Yes, <laughs> and five and six and seven. <laughs> and, and it, but we don't have to. No, we don't. The older I get, the less that I have to clean up. The truth. That's the truth. The more I walk with God, the more I mean, like people are weird. They think we're weird. People are really weird, but they think I'm weird. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? I am really persnickety about... Stephen and I both work really hard to be very persnickety about what what comes out of our mouth. And um, I don't say... I don't fly off the handle and shoot my mouth off nearly as much as I used to. And it used to be just a constant barrage. I was like the... You know, the 4th of July finale <laughs> all day long. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> I was constantly shooting it off. And um, and I learned, the Bible says, you, do you know the Bible says that we're going to give an account for every, every. idle yes. word? Not just the words that we say with great intention, but even the idle words are going to be something that we give an account for. And um, And you know what? By our words, we heal people. By our words, we hurt people. Yeah. By our words, we strengthen ourselves, and by our words, we tear ourselves down. And I'm just curious, you know, about how people live their lives and if they ever give any thought to the words that come out of their mouth. And my guess is the overwhelming of majority of people would say, I don't give it a thought before it comes out. Even the people like Steve who think about the things that come out of their mouth, they don't still give them the right kind of thought. Yeah. Yep, I agree. You know, um, there, there is a somebody I love very, very much in my life. Named Melissa. Oh, and, no, 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 no. You're better than you're way beyond this part. Um, but yes, I do love you that much. Um, that she said not too long ago. She said both my grandparents, my grandmothers, had breast cancer. My mom had breast cancer. Her two sisters had breast cancer. My sisters had breast cancer, so I am going to walk in the assumption that I will have breast cancer as well. And I thought about that. So Mm -hmm. you're taking ownership. Your words just put it out there that you claim cancer. Mm -hmm. And I said, you have an opportunity to break that genealogy thought. Mm -hmm. Belief. And belief. And curse. That you will have breast cancer as well because they all had breast cancer. Mm -hmm. I said, you have that power to say it stops with me. It stops right here. So instead of saying, I'm going to get sick, say, I am healthy by the blood of Jesus. Or I'm broke. Well, you're going to stay broke. Say, you can say, I have an abundance of what God offers. Mm Mm-hmm. Because every time God will supply the needs to meet his children. Yeah. 
every time. And so the words that we use prophesying our future are today, this moment right here. When you have a thought, just like you said, idle, being idle words. What if it's just a thought? I used to pray silently because I was afraid that the devil would hear what I was saying to God. Now, how goofy is that? I get so loud now in prayer that I'm certain my next door neighbors go, I don't know what she's saying, but the girl's nuts. Because I can get so loud. I want to make sure that my voice is heard for the prayers that I am sending to God. Absolutely. And you know what? This started back in, I think it was in like 1962, the year I was born. Uh, Yes, I'm a woman of a certain age. Um, I think 62 was the year that they made this really brilliant decision to take prayer out of school. Mm-hmm. And and it wasn't just bad enough that they took prayer out of school. This is where I climb on my soapbox here. Did y'all hear it getting... Here we go. Mouth. We put it together. <laughs> but that not only did they take prayer out of school, but they began to tell people that um, they traded it for... What did they trade it for? They traded it for a moment of silence Mm -hmm. because that way everybody can pray in their head and they can have and they everybody can pray whatever they want to pray or they don't have to pray and nobody has to know and da 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 and that was one of the biggest wins in the united states for the enemy yeah because nowhere in the bible are you going to read god thought and something happened nope nowhere in the bible does it tell you i mean it talks about meditating the scriptures which assumes that you're doing that probably in your head but it also should come out your mouth but um you know god didn't think and the, the sun came into existence. God didn't think and, you know, the trees and stuff. No, God spoke. spoke it. God spoke everything into creation. And that's the pattern by which we live. And so now we have all, three or four or five generations now who believe that praying in your head is is, is is equally effective as praying out your mouth. And that is just not true it's nonsense and and my husband and i work with couples and one of the first things we want them to start doing is praying with each other praying with your husband praying with your wife out loud so they can hear you and it they will all almost all of them will tell us it is the most awkward thing that we had to learn to do sure it is it's so awkward to begin to say prayers out loud because we're so accustomed to praying in our head and the problem is here's here's the real problem with this thing we quit saying the right thing and just felt free to say the wrong thing, mm, right? So we on. don't pray out loud, which would be the right thing. We pray in our head that's silent. And then we complain our way out of it. And we're perfectly happy to speak out words of condemnation, words of guilt, words of shame, words of discouragement, words of doubt, you know, worry, doubt unbelief, all of, all of those things. So we have transformed ourselves into keeping the good silent and spewing the bad. And then we can't figure out why everything's in a mess. Oh, that'll preach from the mountaintop, sister. I'm telling you, learn. One of the most powerful things a Christ follower can learn to do is to learn to declare the truth of the Word of God over their life every single day. Out loud. Out loud. When I first started walking with God, I had no clue even what to say. I mean, every prayer that I had ever had was in a foxhole. Right. I mean, come yeah. on, let's be real. Yeah. And 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 it was a begging. It was like, God, can you do this? And he's like, girl, you silly. Of course I can do that. Mm-hmm. But. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, there was a man in the Bible who said, God, um, if you can. Yes. And he's yes. like, of course I can. Right. Of course I can. I'm God. Yeah. Yeah. You know? But it's, there's, the, there's that time where I think for in, well, I would hope in 
all of our walks with God, that he would, that the Holy Spirit would speak to each of us and say, I gave you a voice, use it. Right. And use it according to my word. When I don't know what to say, I go to the word. Right. When I'm like, God, I got nothing on this. I got nothing. I don't even know what to say. And it's like, as we all know, it's very rare that I don't have a, a word to speak, whether it's my <laughs> word or his. Um, I, I will go to the word and just start reading scripture. Yeah. Um, and I've shared that with several people that, you know, when when I don't know what to say, I'll say the word of God. Mm-hmm. Whether the scripture applies or not, mm-hmm. it still brings me present. It brings me to the feet that he delights mm-hmm. in me coming and reading to him the very word that he gave to me as a gift because then I get to hear it I'm reading it I'm speaking it you know and there is such a gift in that and so when we speak about the words that we that come out of our mouths will prophesy our today and our tomorrow it really is on our authority it is it is our authority and God has given us that authority. Yeah. We have the authority. I mean, it's like, you know, we always talk about this. Like, I have the authority to use the name of my husband because we're married. Yeah. I have the legal right, the legal authority to do that. If I have someone's power of attorney for medical decisions, I did. I had my dad's power of attorney for medical decisions. I had the right to make medical decisions as if I were him. Yeah. Right? Because I they I had that power of attorney, that authority. You know what the Bible is? God's gift, God's the Bible is our power of attorney Come for on. what God has to say, right? Yeah. As we read the Bible, we now have the power to declare exactly what he has to say over any situation. And all situations. And all situations, yes. right? We have and there's a word in the Bible for all situations, right? Yes. And and so when we learn to operate in that place where we prophesy our today and tomorrow according to the word of God, right? In all things, I am more than a conqueror. Right? You know, my favorite misused, misquoted, misrepresented verse of all, Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Well, you know what? That was written because Paul was actually going through some stuff. It wasn't because I needed to win a foot. I wanted my team to win the football game and not the other people's team to win the football game. I almost used that <laughs> quote on a very home football game this weekend. <laughs> But I didn't because I remembered what you had said. I went, oh, yeah, Paul. Okay, yeah. yeah. Had, yeah. He wasn't at a football game when he no, said No, he wasn't that. saying God's going to make me a winner and you a loser. That's right. Like, that's not how God works. God's, Paul is saying, listen, you're going to find yourself in some unpleasant situations because you live in a fallen world. Mm. And you can either stand up and recite the view from where you sit like I, Paul, am sitting in a prison, and it's horrible, and it's terrible, and I can't believe that I'm here, and it's cold, and it's damp, and it's blah, and I don't get enough to eat, and I'm chained to somebody, and blah, I'm in a hole, and blah, blah, blah. He could have reported, he could have been a news reporter and reported the current situation as he saw it with his natural eyes. Come on. But yet he said, regardless of what happens to me, Right. Yes. If I'm in prison, or if I am walking the life of a luck, living in the life of luxury, I doesn't matter because God has given me the power to walk through every situation in my life with His strength. Yes. He has given me the authority to speak His word as if it were mine. 
Come on. Maybe I should try it. Yeah. Maybe you should try it. Mm, I think I will. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for that invitation. And recognizing, you know what? There's authority when we speak. Yes. There is authority when, when, listen, when I told my children to do something, I had authority to tell them that. Right? And they had the requirement to obey. It was because of authority, right? You know, I think when we look, when I look back, um, I think one of the, I love Deuteronomy 28. Mm -hmm. And most people love Deuteronomy 28, 1 through 14, 15, because it's all the beauty, the glory, the love of, if you choose to do this, this is what you receive. And Mm -hmm. if you choose to do that, then like 15, 16 through 61, maybe I'm butchering that. I can't remember. But it's all the things that if you don't. Right. We get to make a choice. And when God says, where was God in this? Where, why wasn't he present? Why didn't I get what I wanted or this happened or that happened? I don't know. Go back and check your Deuteronomy 28. (laughs) What Just did Deuteronomy you twenty eight it, y'all? Yeah. What did you choose? Yeah. You know. Well, and and did you tell God this is the way I intend for it to be? So make it so. You're a little genie in a bottle, and I'm gonna rub on you, and you can pop out when yeah. I want it, um, because it doesn't work that way. Right. And in those trials, even for Paul, that it he got to where he was able. No, he didn't get to where he was able to stand and say, "In the dark, I see His light." Mm-hmm. And that was the bottom line of all of his walk, whether it was in prison, wherever it was, he got to see the light because he chose to see it. And he spoke those words. He spoke those words into existence. And we have that power, every single one of us. And I think so many people think they're powerless. Yeah. Like they can't change anything. Like, this is just my lot in life, and this is just where I'm at. I'm powerless to change my marriage. I'm powerless to change my relationship with my kids. I'm powerless to make have enough money. I'm powerless, I'm powerless, I'm powerless. And the truth of the matter is, you are powerful. Right? Come we on. are all, we all have power to begin to decree those. The Bible says, call those things as not as though they were. It doesn't mean we lie, right? If my arm is broken, my arm is broken. And I don't walk around saying, oh, my arm's not broken. Oh, my arm's not broken while it's hanging on by a thread. Mm -hmm. No, we say, you know what? The power of God can heal my bones. The power of the, by the stripes of Jesus, I am healed. I declare healing life into my bones right now. You know, I mean, it's, so I think people have gone, you know, you can, the devil doesn't care which ditch you live in, right? You can live in the ditch that says, I'll never, uh, you know, I'm just life, poor, poor, pitiful me. I'm always the loser. It's never going to happen. Or you can live in the ditch that says, oh, no, no. And you can lie about everything. Oh, no, it's beautiful. It's over here. And, and, and it's not, you know. But there's a word for every situation in your life. And learning to declare what God says about every situation changes everything. Because you know what it changes first? Me. Us. Right? Yeah. The first thing God's word begins to change is me as I begin to declare it out of my mouth, which thereby then it begins to change my situation. And at least, even if nothing changes, it changes my perspective and my viewpoint of where I'm at. For years, I was really into, with my business, um, you know, change your mindset, change your mindset. And it was just, you know, there was a lot of slogans I used about changing your mindset, Um when really what it was, was change your spirit set, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. that, um, if, if I am thinking those words and they come out of my mouth, even if they don't come out of my mouth, 
I still have that power to bring either grace or destruction. Mm -hmm. I still have that power to bring healing or sick. Mm -hmm. And by no means am I so arrogant, as you said, with the broken arm that, oh, I don't have a broken arm and it's hanging on by a tendon, Mm -hmm. you know, um, I can be, and I have been, in the big middle of sick, like physical sick. Yeah, for sure. And thinking, I don't know that I'm going to make it through this. And I would hear myself think that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, girl, change your mindset. And then I'd be like, nope, change your spirit set. Because my mind is what got me in trouble with that. Right. And I think it's because people don't take, you know, I tell people all the time, there's, there's always four voices in your head. There's your voice. There's God's voice. There's Satan's voice, and then there's what I call the others, just people in your life, right? Yeah. And we assume that every thought that goes through our brain is our own, <laughs> right? And, 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 we, and we take credit for it, even if it's Satan saying, well, I don't know how you're going to make it out of this, right? Or even if it's a person in your life who said to you, I don't know how you're going to make it out of this. You can choose to come into agreement with those two voices, yes. or you can come into the agreement with the voice of God that says... Man, I, God's going to take me out of this. And even if I die here on the earth, I live in heaven. You know, it, I mean, I love the story of the three Hebrew children, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And they would, it, you know, they were about to be thrown into the fiery furnace. And they looked at the king and they said, listen, here's the deal. Uh, even if God is able to save us, and even if he doesn't, we're still not going to bow. Right? Because their mindset was the situation is not the determiner. That's right. Right? The situation does not determine what happens. God determines what happens. And my agreement with God determines what happens. And so I think learning to operate from that place is super important. Whether I have enough money in the bank or the bill collectors are coming after me because my outgo has exceeded my income and my upkeep has become my downfall. You know, whatever situation you're in, whether I have a lot or I don't have a lot, at the end of the day, I can choose my perspective. I can choose, and wisely, I will choose my words to be in agreement with God, and He will cause the good to come out of it. Yeah, you know, I think with um, being that that being said, um, when so so when I am when I was sick mm-hmm. and I was really sick, and I came into agreement, and I went, no, 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 not coming into that agreement. I am not sick. Well, I was. And so my words did not match what I felt because I was going off of my words. Right. And did a spirit check. Mm-hmm. And what I was saying, and I think this, I hope this helps somebody because I catch myself doing it often. And now God speaks to me and I'm like, oh, there it is again. God, if you get me through this, or I'll say, when you get me through this, I will glorify you. I will tell the story of how you did this. Now, there was something that clicked in me a few months back when I did that, and I thought, why are you going to wait to glorify him when he does that? Right. Glorify him now. Yeah. Glorify him now. And so, in the middle of a sick moment, like physical sick moment, I said, and I was telling people, I, I give God all the glory that today, I am better today than I was yesterday, that I will walk into health tomorrow, whatever that looks like. And if I don't, I get to go home (laughs) and praise God that I get to go be with Jesus. Right. You know, and so it's like there was just with each little word becomes a new revelation of God, I will glorify you when I get through this to God, I will glorify you now as I'm in this. And I think, you know, I learned to play this little game um, with Satan all the time. 
Um, if I, you know, I had a time when I had a cough and it was a persistent cough and I just couldn't seem to get rid of it and it was driving me crazy. And, um, you know, sickness is not our portion from the Father. That's right. It comes straight from the pit of hell. And, um, and so I remember saying to him, you know what, Satan, let's play this game. I tell you what, every time I cough, I'm going to pray. I'm going to, it's going to be my reminder that it's just a time to take a praise break. It's just time to stop in the moment and begin to celebrate the goodness of God out loud. And I'm going to praise him with everything in me. So if I, every time I cough, this is going to happen. I just want you to know. And I, and I determined, and I said, I'll play this game all day if you want to play it, you know? And so I cough and it, and you know what? It wasn't too long. That cough was gone and it didn't come back. Nice. You know, I'm like, Satan doesn't want to play that game. Uh-huh. He doesn't play games with people he knows he can't beat. And he doesn't like it for his ears to bleed. And he doesn't. <laughs> and you know what? I, and I have learned that's my practice. You know what? Oh, oh, so that's the game we're playing today, Satan. Awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like, okay, we'll play that game. We'll play that game. You know what? I'm super grateful for this. I'm grateful that this cough is a reminder of how great God is. God, you're so good. God, you're so faithful. Ooh, Man, friends, you're always the there, God, for me. You know, and I just, and I'm telling you, if you are struggling with something, you begin to play that game because that game will be cause you to be victorious every single time every time every time dad gum that is a good yep. word right there so we'll end it right there let's end it on a good spot right yes hey thanks for hanging out with us today on the jesus chick thank you friends see you soon we'll see you soon thanks for joining us for the jesus chicks podcast we hope that it's made you laugh think and pray this is that time when we ask you to do three simple things for us First, if it's the first time you've joined us, would you hit that subscribe button? That way the latest episodes will be in your feed. Second, would you take a minute and give us a five-star rating? It helps so much. And finally, would you share this podcast with your friends? We think they'll like it too. Until next time, keep life real and Jesus in your heart.